Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades. Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens. The pretty best of Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio. I am your host, AJ McLean, with my beautiful and one-shoulder-showing, gorgeous co-host, Cher Bear, Cheryl Hello. Burke. And Mr. Golf himself, rocking a very nice shirt, I must say, which you guys will be hearing a lot about very soon, Mr. Rene Elizondo. How about now? Renee. How about we well, hear well, about well, it now? No, I mean, look... I'll just say this much, um, you know, so I actually played golf this morning and, and yesterday and yesterday was it yesterday? No, it was Is the day before why? yesterday, oh. day before yesterday. But when I was playing this morning with my buddies, they were like, dude, like you got to start doing more of these like celebrity pro-ams, especially with having a golf clothing line coming out, which I'm going to be having a golf clothing line coming out. I cannot say the name of, I cannot say any more about it yet. We're going to have a major, major launch. But, uh, you know, he's absolutely right. Like, I need to start doing more of these celebrity pro-ams and rocking my own shit. Um, but, uh, you know, look, uh, we have a really, really cool show today. And I'm actually really excited because I, you know, one of these two gentlemen um, I got to know pretty well. Um, and I was basically... You and I were going head to head with him amongst amongst everyone else on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, um, you know, and uh, and I've but, known uh, them but, since that we were teenagers. Yeah, and I mean, like, honest to God, um, had a great, great experience on that show. And uh, you know what? Really, really quick side note, which is really funny. So this residency that's coming up in August—that's myself, Nick Carter, Joy Fatone, and Wanya Morris uh, from Boys to Men. Uh, we all have one thing in common, besides that we're in like boy bandy type groups, Dancing is that all four of us were on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> and, and it pissed me off to no end. We all talked about it during the photo shoot. And I said, Joey, what, what place did you come in? And he said, second. I said, okay. Nick, what place did you come in? He said, second. I'm like, okay. Wanye, what about you? He's like, uh, second. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but but you forgot to ask them what season they did this in. So, the, you know, the true, as true. we go on through the seasons, you got more pressure. Yeah. But I was just like, man, that it, it, it kind of it, it, it just kind of hurt my heart a little. I bit. know. It what place did you come in? What was what place did you come in? Sixth. No, ninth. 
Ninth. <laughs> well, if you flip the nine ba- no, upside wait, down. No, 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 no. We were sixth. You're right because they had yeah. final five, right, or final four. We were either sixth or four. Fifth. Final four. Final four. So I was the one that was taken out this, right before that. Before that, yes. So okay, you made so this. I was fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's that's, ca- who's that's counting? That's a little better. That's a little better. Yeah. I was giving myself a, a By the worse way, number. <laughs> you also got gypped, so I'm so sorry. Yes, <laughs> that yes. was not deserved. And you, you know guys what? will, you guys will always be number one in my heart. Just you know so what? You know. When we when we bring Thank bring the fellas in, I want to ask one of these guys if they if they feel that we got oh. gypped. Well, they'll tell you the know. truth. You know that much that these boys exactly. are exactly. no BS. Well, then, without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring on our guests, plural. That wasn't a lisp. That's just how it sounds. Um, Two brothers that are uh, quite, quite talented young men. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Val and Max Chmerkovsky. Hey! Hey! There's the boys. Were you just sitting there butchering the last names? Is that what I heard? Well, no, I, well they you know, actually, like, he got yeah. your last name right. No, I got your Thanks last name me. right. Thanks to me. But somebody on our team, I completely f***ed up. And I, you know, but it, it, look, I'm, I'm like reading it and it just, yeah. Anywho, Rolls. no, listen, guys, welcome well, to the you show. Gotta, you gotta t- Thank you. I was going to tell you a story. So last <laughs> Well, weekend, let him introduce I'm a story. Sorry, just I'm do sorry. it right. Like, just tell us where this you story. <laughs> we need no introduction. <laughs> oh, here we go. Go ahead, Val. What's your story, Val? I'm now I'm yeah. now I'm curious. I'm in Vegas for the for the dance awards, and this little cute girl runs up to me, grabs me by the hand, and goes, "Hey, I'm AJ McLean's daughter." Yeah, yes. She told me, and I wanted to. I, I was I was going to bring it up, but you beat me to it. I was going to say thank you. Uh, you and your wife I were told, both very her, very sweet. I very told sweet. Her to get out. Get out of the class. I <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like you know what? No, tough yeah, love. Yeah. Tough love. Yeah, tough love. Ballroom's not for you because obviously it wasn't for your dad. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, oh, oh, a diss to myself. Oh, you already dissed, dissed yourself my, in like the first five myself. minutes. No, I, I It was so cute, man. I it was so sweet to to see your family like that, not under the duress of uh, you right. know the COVID season, and also meet your wife you know yep person it was, it was well wonderful. well thank you to you and yours uh you and your wife were both amazing as well and you know i i told my daughter i said i really wish you would have met you know val sooner and not the last class of the third day where she was literally about to like <laughs> pass out from exhaustion because it was it was pretty it was pretty gnarly you know especially for the minis to not have any lunch breaks, it's like seven or eight classes in a row. It's a lot, but hats off to all the all the kids, especially mine. I mean, Ava's a Ava's a trooper, and she did fantastic. So, hey AJ, and, you yeah. want to introduce Renee? Yes, <laughs> uh, you obviously you guys know that that chick right there. Uh, but uh, I'd like to introduce you both to a longtime friend of mine. Uh, Mr. Renee Elizondo, also what? a dancer and well, co-host of Pretty Mess Up, was uh-huh. was was a dancer. But welcome, you, dude. Welcome you still dance? Our... <laughs> nobody, nobody ever was a dancer. Yeah, we always yeah, are. Well, my back kind of disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> my back so, says you were a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, boys? I'm perfectly, uh, personally, I'm feeling exactly my age. Uh, <laughs> no, 22? Exhausted. Um, no, we, we're, we're in rehearsal day. I don't even know what day it is. It does feel um, incredibly, um, it, it feels incredible to be, to have the opportunity, you know, like a year older, maybe a little bit wiser, definitely a little grayer. And uh, also <laughs> I can relate. A different perspective. Same. And the perspective is that we set out and you take something away, you know exactly, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And, and this was gone for a little bit. And now we're here and I try not to complain, but it still comes out. Right, right, right. You can't stop that. Um, what makes this tour stripped down? I'm really excited to see it. I'm very proud of you boys. What makes this tour different from your other, other shows? Uh, I mean, there's a lot. Why a do lot you of- have more space on you, bro? I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little preview, you guys. Okay. Um, honestly, the name came around when we were 
just kind of discussing the idea in the first place. There, there are a lot of restrictions with going out on tour and we, you know, we, the idea was there was a desire to go out on tour. I, I there was a desire to be on a stage, travel the country, meet our fans, reconnect with the people that I, I feel created this little <laughs> pseudo career, you know, of performing and being on TV and on stage. I, I, I you know, I, I wanted to reconnect with that. And plus I love live stage and I love live stage with my brother uh, because you know, he's rarely prepared and a lot of authenticity <laughs> is present. Um, but yeah. And so that was the desire. How do we do it? You know, and then we start asking questions and then logistics come into play. And ultimately we're like, listen, you know, th this is literally stripped down. I mean, this is like stripped down of staging of this, you know, but it's what it lacks in, in terms of production. It makes up for the, the storytelling Right. So it's not just a random show. There's a narrative for an hour and a half. It's, it's right. theater. It's, it's what comedy. is the narrative? The narrative? I, I would say the theme would be time and how precious it is and, and the nice. good times, the hard times and, and how time is also the one thing that's constantly fleeting. You can't get back. And, and because of that, that's really what creates this beautiful struggle with life is that because time is fleeting because it's going to end that's what makes it so beautiful and special nice agreed and you know look i can honestly relate because you know obviously we were in the middle of a world tour and everything got shut down but thankfully i was able to you know with all the covid guidelines do the show with you guys um in which i got to meet one of my now closest friends cheryl um which which brings me to kind of an interesting question because um, <laughs> it's been on my mind ever since the show wrapped. And I'm just curious, Val, what your opinion is. Uh, oh, do you think, in your opinion, <laughs> that myself and Cheryl got the shaft and that we <laughs> should have made it to Final Four? I don't even need to tell you to tell the truth because you will anyway, so... No, I'll tell the truth. Uh, definitely um, underachieved. Now, whether underachieved was something that you underachieved in the quality of dance or whether it was an unfair elimination too early, either mm -hmm. way, it was not what I expected going into the season. But um, I can't, you know, it's heartbreaking for you, but I think Cheryl over time has learned that there, there are heartbreaks on the show constantly. Did I feel yeah. like it was a deserving elimination? No. That's the answer that, you know. We should also ask Max, for. Ma Max, because Max um, actually did these YouTube videos, right? Didn't I you know, do? and I saw a lot of them. And he was, dude, you were given lots of lots of props our way. Yeah. And I really, I, I, I honestly, genuinely appreciate it because yep. I'm my own worst critic. I'm my own worst enemy, as all of us are. So stepping into something that, I mean, I'm a hip hop dancer. I've been dancing my whole life since I was four years old. Never attempted anything like ballroom. And I do have the utmost respect for it more now than ever, putting myself in that, in that world. Um, and you guys, all three of you, I mean, are like the staple of ballroom. So, you know, what, I, I, what I, did you think? I would like to intervene real quick and, mm -hmm. I, and just say one more thing i think that um it was a unique season and because of that it took away something that i think is really something that you were the best at on our show is your experience in front of a live audience packed mm -hmm. house, live audience Absolutely. Yeah. that relationship i mean it just br it, it brings you alive i think your right. presence on the show your demeanor your how relaxed you got after a few weeks you would have felt so much more confidence when you would have heard the roar and been able Agreed. to have that third oh, partner. For sure. And you didn't have that. And I think we all, I think that's honestly, that's another element that at least I missed because I totally, knew. I was, I made AJ sing to me during the show. Cause I could, it was like crickets. I could hear the freaking judges yeah. breathe down my neck. <laughs> it would have yeah. definitely, it would have definitely led the audience uh, to lead the show as well. You know, we let them be the, not let them, we, we always include the audience as a huge component. You take it away. It's just a script, the judge's opinion. That's my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Down this line. Uh, but in my opinion, I, <clears throat> I respected your effort and, and it wasn't about point of toes or technique or quality not on this show, 
now when you have four days to learn years yeah. of technique and repetition and and try to settle it into your body um i do not appreciate visually underwhelming efforts you know and you right. that and you clearly put out 110 and 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 for that i wanted to see you every week in the contrast with some of other competitors who probably were underwhelming you know because and and, and within a better like quality dance or whatever it is anyway what's you actually killed funny it. what's actually funny is the other day on fourth of july i was telling some of mine and renee's friends about the experience on the show and i was like yeah da 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 da, da. And, oh, my God, if I had to hear the word frame one more time from Cheryl. <laughs> and I was trying to do a frame, and my wife goes, that, that, that doesn't look right, babe. That doesn't look good. I'm like, you know, really now you too? Jesus, come on. Um, it, it's hard. It's hard. Oh, but dude. Like, yeah. Just going through this process, like, my, my head's off to everyone. Not everyone, but, you know, everyone who's ever been. <laughs> Mostly everyone. In any capacity in terms of the, the participant. It is a grueling undertaking, and to and be in a room with Max not for four only that, hours a not day. Only that, <laughs> but God forbid you have a giant following, right? And you just suck at dance on every, yeah. and they just drag you across this format yeah. show for two and a half months, and you just want to like, just how do I get out of here? You know? Yeah. Those I feel even worse for. Like you probably should have known what you're signing up for. You know? It looks easy yeah. though. Like I, I mean, every celebrity that walks in, is like, oh my god, we thought it was way easier than it actually is, and I'm like, yeah, no. Sure. I have a not. question. I have a question for you guys. Um, I also come from the creative world, and you know, to me, it's it's a miracle that anything ever gets done because, you know, we're all, there's a lot of egos that come into play. That's just the way things are. Right. And, and, um, I was fortunate enough to work with Janet Jackson for many years, but for her, it just came down to what she wanted. Right. So my, my question to you guys is, Oh, and watching AJ with the Backstreet Boys survive for 28 years, somehow, what is your guys, what do you, what, your creative process, what happens when you guys are at a creative impasse? How do you guys handle that? I mean, we, we are completely different. <laughs> you know, um, we, we have very different. We, we, as tight as we are, and Cheryl would tell you, we, you know, had to be separated from living damn near sharing a bed, bunk beds until because Peter was pregnant. She got pregnant. That's how we moved out. Finally, it, I was we're close. We're close. That's it's how you cut the umbilical cord off. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we got six years apart, though, and I think we do have obviously differences. We, we take different approaches. I have a different history with the show. I have a different understanding of the show. Um, I thought that your question was kind of going somewhere else, but to answer oh, actually question, it was. It, I was thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was thinking like on your road show, right? The one you guys have put together. Uh, that's what I was thinking about. How like everyone has creative impasses because you're, you're individuals, right? And so how do you guys handle if you guys feel strongly about the direction it needs to be? How do you guys handle that? I mean, I could, I could still say it. So with this particular project, we walked into the room and on day one, um, we've you know, before the first choreographer would come, you know, and Cheryl would know all the people that we're working with. And, and we're lucky. We're lucky. We reached out to friends of ours and we just said, hey, we're doing this. If you, you could say no, please feel free. And everybody was gracious to say. But anyway, before the first day, the first day before the first choreographer came, uh, we had blocked off a couple hours just to put together a couple of eights of choreography, whatever. And we walked in and the first thing that happened is we both were strong about like the beginning of this judge and it wasn't even our choreography yet. And we immediately had a conversation about, look, let's just, let's just let somebody drive this train, right? Like it, it, we cannot uh, be successful regardless of who's driving if there's two steering wheels, right? And mm. there's set of sets of pedals, right? Somebody's gotta be on the seat, right? I'm gonna tell you right now, I have absolutely zero pride and ego and ambition about who's driving and i'm having an incredible time watching him drive the creative in in, mm. in most of the instances uh because i know that well i mean i'm just saying like because right. i know that i shared the same values in terms of what we're trying to put out we've done this couple of times before um 
in a bigger scale, but also in a big scale of, of creative. And, uh, and it's proven itself. But again, we respect each other. I'm going to say it. And, 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 and I do really find easy, easy, <laughs> easy moments where I can step in and we have that banter. We, all, we also know each other well after a lot of time working together. So, you know, I would never put him in a position where he looks bad or... Right. There's him. trust. There's have trust. you guys ever There's fought? Trust. Have you ever just got in a disagreement? Yes. Just like 11, yeah. 11.30 of today's morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another thing is like, we just need to check ourselves and realize yeah. that. You know, that's why I... Yeah, that's why I asked because like with with the Backstreet Boys, there's five of them. And so they go the democratic process, right? It's well, like yeah, that's what we try to do, but then <laughs> sometimes it you know no, because sometimes like there was a, 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 a six year you know period where we were down to four members. One of our members left to, you know, start a family, do Broadway, follow some of his other dreams. And during that time we had to have someone else steer the ship. Because if you have two guys that 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 say it's red and two guys say it's blue, we're in now we're stuck. So you you know ma- management comes in, the publicist comes in, hell sometimes even our freaking lawyers came in oh. to help move things along. You know now again twenty eight years later, there is like you said Val, we 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 know each other so well now that we know okay. I'm not even going to bring this up because I know it's going to get shot down. So why even waste the time? But I know what each guy's thinking. I know what each guy's probably going to say. So I know, okay, this is how we get shit done. You, you know, and AJ, I mean? so, you're the OG. So does whatever you say go? No, but I used to be a mute when it came to making decisions because I just didn't want to rock the boat. I never wanted to you know, stir the pot, have any of the guys mad at me now. If I don't like it, I'll tell you I don't I don't like it. I'll just be like, nope, that's a dumb idea. You're not dumb, but the idea is dumb. Let's find something else because that's not going to work, or that's going to tarnish the mm-hmm. brand, or whatever the case is. Um, you know, it is. I, um, I was going to say, it, 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 I just wanted to point out, it, it is very wise. I love what you said. Um, two steering wheels isn't going to cut it, right? understanding that is really important i agree with you if two people are yeah at the end of the day for me it's all about the work Mm -hmm. like me with all due respect you know like if you're my brother and you're you're not you're not doing you know you're compromising the work i'm gonna love you but i'm not gonna work with you Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're my friend we put we put friends on it's all about creating our own village cheryl knows the vibes we all work with friends and family constantly mm-hmm. for better and for worse. But when the mm-hmm. product suffers, I will, you know, I'm, I'm ruthless when it comes to that. Because at the end of the day, my responsibility, our response, everybody's collective responsibility shouldn't be about who wants to drive and rather how we get to where we need to get so that exactly our audience has the, you know, our, our partners have what it, you, you know, there's a you lot. You guys all have the same goal at the end of the day. Also, yeah. it comes from that ballroom part. And Renee will, and, and also like AJ, you would understand too now that you spend all this time with Cheryl and what, what, look what happened. You met somebody and three months later, you guys are best friends. And, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, we've grown up, we grew up with that. We could be whoever mm-hmm. we are as people, but what we do know is how to work with a partner, right? And when the partnership becomes just multiplied, um, I just want to yeah. also say that in our particular case, if the lawyers would have to get involved, then moms would get involved and moms is not surround with any of the situation that's going to go down. Everybody's going to get slapped and then we're going to have dinner together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we would probably not be, you know, we, I I would personally exit that scenario, Mm -hmm. you know, because for me, a peace of mind and a, and a, not, not that a working environment is always going to be peaceful. You know, there's turbulence and, and for better, but if I don't have camaraderie, on yeah. in, in the I workplace, think it's key. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do well there. And that, by know? The way, just really quickly, Renee, sorry. And that, that was That's another okay. reason for doing this project. You know, we we ended up with a situation where we just had our, ourselves, and we looked around and we said, look, well, let's just do it ourselves, right? And so here we are doing it ourselves. We don't have the the the. That's great. You know, production yeah. company support. We are the. You're your own company. boss. Yeah. yeah, we don't have marketing team support. We brought in our friends, like Val said, and so 
we're putting it together. <laughs> right. What Kid are we Val. talking about ego wise? You know, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a culmination of what what has it been? I, I don't know, like twenty year plus years of, of doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. Do you know the evolution? The the reason I, I guess I end up bringing it up is that you know I, I do have decades in in show business from directing to songwriting to dancing choreography and different things but what i noticed like when i worked with janet for many years uh, same thing camaraderie we wanted the camaraderie we wanted everyone to feel like family right but once in a while i would notice the fame would start to get to certain people they started their heads started getting too big and all of a sudden they were no longer in the spirit of the show, the team, it's, it was all about them. So that's why I asked that question. I, I, I think that, that it's, you guys are well aware that like the bigger you get, the harder you have to work at keeping your feet on the ground, right? Yeah. It's also probably a harder process of selecting who you want to work with. You have to earn mm-hmm. the right to be selective. And you have to put out the type of work that earns you that right. And once you earn that right, then you have to really take your time. And and, and I think it, it's something that we've always um, uh, prioritized because if you do it right, it's a lot easier to go through this process, Renee, that you're saying. Um, Absolutely. Also, you know, just <laughs> you're your own boss. That's yeah. the phrase, you know, like I'm not a boss. I'm, you know, I'm a collaborator. I'm one of the team, you know, I'm one of the members on the team and and my role is maybe potentially to, to make the final decision. Okay. But, you know, I look at it as a huge privilege to be able to have two dancers with us alongside, you know, a privilege to have my brother. Sometimes I take him for granted, but other people that are, are helping us create the show, you know, I, I could never take for granted. We're collaborated. I'm, it's a privilege that you're willing to come here and share your talent and time and effort. Yeah. hundred percent. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. I just want to shift gears for a second because, you know, uh, uh, this whole trio came to be 
um, at the beginning of last season of Dancing with the Stars. Um, and, you know, kind of the epicenter of what this show, you know, is, is built around is we all three of us are sober. All three of us have gone off the deep end multiple times and made it back up on shore. Um, and, you know, so we're always just talking about living life on life's terms, talking about what it's, what it's been like for everybody during COVID and mental health issues, which is a big, big thing now finally being more publicly spoken about. And I look, I, I know the stresses I've dealt with, you know, being, being with four other guys from four different walks of life. And we are family. We are brothers. We know this is our first marriage. All five of us are married with kids, but this will forever be our first marriage period. And there's been highs and lows that we've all dealt with together as I'm sure all of the pros on Dancing with the Stars have have experienced highs and lows with each other because you are family. You right. are family. So I just want to say to Cheryl, how did it make you feel, or ask you, not say to you, ask you, how did it make you feel after the recent interview that you did that you got such great support from these two boys? How did that oh. make you feel? I mean, honestly, it's it's it means the world to me, but also... I care more about like people like Max and Val, right? What they think more than the general public in a way, because like we do have history, right? So it does in a way, like I do look to them and, you know, my other coworkers and friends for validation. So it is comforting to know that these two have been very supportive for sure. So fellas, what do you think has been the biggest change that you've seen? In Cheryl, because like, you know, oh God, when I met her, my hair. Well, no, look, like obviously when I met her, because I even asked her when we got into like probably like week one or week two, I was like, did we ever party together? Because I don't remember. And she's like, I don't remember. I don't remember. And it's sad that we may have and we both don't remember. But, you know, we'd be talking each other's ear off. Yeah, that's just the way that it goes when you're out and you're doing all the all that bad shit. But I mean, how? How 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 much have you seen her change since those days? You know, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Max is like, well, it's not Max. It's Max Val. It's you know, yeah, a lot, a lot, we, a lot. And yeah, this is a question about Cheryl. I just also would like to say that we've all changed. I mean, that's the right progression, right? Evolved, yeah. Evolved, yeah. And and you wouldn't have, you know, Cheryl wouldn't have been glowing as bright as she glows now her, her clothes got brighter if anything <laughs> literally but no you you wouldn't have the type of perspective and gratitude that you have and strength if you didn't have those times and, totally, and much as we want to obviously correct the past you, you don't want to necessarily change all no. of it you know because that, that's oh. what it may you know AJ, we're going to need a separate show and a lot more time. <laughs> and just, lawyers, just, lawyers <laughs> come in. Oh, no. Right? no, no, just mothers, mothers that, instead. That, that, that's him. But, but no, but I'm saying like, I, I will gladly talk about the what what would, in my opinion, be probably the most interesting years. And again, this is just in grand scheme of things. The most interesting years of Dancing with the Stars were from 2005 till, you know, some period of time when it started Before to social change. media. Where it yes. started to go through changes that just took away from what it was and, and what it's now something else, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we, we grew up here. I, I have to say that in that way, because I know Cheryl way before Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. I know Cheryl since the, the youth days and the junior two days, not maybe the junior two, but the youth days for sure. So We're talking about 13, 15 years old categories where I am as a coach traveling with my students who are also 13, 15, you know? And so um, <laughs> I've, I've seen the transformation. I have to say this way to answer your question about Cheryl and, and what I think about the changes is that that thing that you guys are discussing, um, I'm personally have to admit I'm unfamiliar with that, you know, so mm -hmm, I need mm -hmm. to be more educated. But what I am familiar with is the the transformation that Cheryl had made through all these decades. I mean, I can't focus on sobriety alone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and 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 say things. I can't focus on partying alone 
I can also focus on the fact that she has become one of the biggest names in television. Also showed up to work. I can also focus on the fact that she's always shown up. I can focus on the fact she's probably the most stable staple of Dancing with the Stars dance professionals. Um, I mean, I did not provide the show with sense of security whatsoever. You know, and don't so, worry. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely you, Venmo you after the interview is over. <laughs> oh, uh, you're gonna Venmo uh, or yeah. should I? Uh, yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely my, Venmo you. you. Know, that's my honest opinion. And on the personal level, you know, on on early in the day, you know, Cheryl has helped me personally through a lot, and and I think that, you know, I like I said, for me, that stuff that we all have things we deal with, you know, um, like you. I said, we all have things we deal with. I don't know how else to dwell into yeah, it. Totally. But, I just so, don't focus on Cheryl, Cheryl and Cheryl that to way. To me, Cheryl saying. was always like, I mean, also the other thing is like ageless. Like I felt like you were much older when you were only 22, right? You joined Dancing with the Stars, older. When I was 21. 21, like, like 15. You know, also at like what you said, at the peak and when it was, you, you were A-list if you were on Dancing with the Stars at that time, you know? And so that's a lot of pressure and a lot of growth. And I just remember and that's a, a lot visit. of pressure on the 21 year old who is there the way Cheryl was like, again, not to Cheryl is the OG. Digress, Cheryl's the godfather. There was no <laughs> blueprint for us. We just went in blind and we fought our way to kind of some sort of, you know, uh, also having a voice, you know, on such mm -hmm. a big, platform, you know, and, yeah, and, and make it was a lot. Yeah. And facilitate changes and facilitate, you know, doors to be open and steps, you know, especially coming from the competitive ballroom world, because I mean, I was dancing with Jose de Camps right before I did Dancing with the Stars and just that camaraderie just between me and my partner and Alan Tornsberg, my dance coach, I there was no uh, room for my opinion or a voice. Right. So I literally was looking at old VHS tapes that I converted for my YouTube channel and I had an English accent. Do you remember that, guys? Do you remember my little tiny mouse voice that sounded kind of like I was from England? I kind of wasn't sure where you were from. To be honest. <laughs> I don't think she knew where she was from. Apparently, no, like my identity—I had none, right? And then um, you just yeah, get thrown into this stuff. And then I found out you were half Russian somehow. Like, <laughs> totally. I know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Russian I'm over actually here. I'm actually fifty-three percent Ashkenazi Jew. Did you know that? Hey, hey, Azokinvei. Definitely got Russian over here. My first name is actually Russian, Alexander, which translates yes. to Sasha. Uh, so yes. That's, that's our pop. There you go. Hello. Um, Welcome to the show. By the way, uh, to bring it back and circle it back to what we <laughs> should be talking about is this tour coming up. But yes. <laughs> the trip down is, and, and Cheryl knows the gentleman that we're talking about, but our dad is actually our, you know, Tour manager. manager. So, That's so cool. <laughs> so, so we're doing that that way. And uh, and we're doing it with pleasure and pride. He's probably the most organized person we know anyway. Um, but no, but that that's the other show? thing. Again, AJ, it's not, you know, we, we were some some in some show asked us about Cheryl. It's probably what you're referring to a couple of mm. days ago or a week ago. Like we we have a relationship beyond how the world met us, which is on television. You know, like she knows our father. You know, so obviously right. that's family. Mm -hmm. Like that's right. not <laughs> like how are we together. gonna beef with Cheryl? Mom's gonna be like, yeah, like why, why are you, are you talking, talking to Cheryl? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I have my a mom calls you your mom. Like it's the whole thing. Yeah. So you know, look. Uh, so Val, as you now know, my well, both of my daughters are both in dance. My oldest is in competitive dance. Um, you know, all of us are married here, you know, so, you know, children down, down the road, if, if our kids want to get into competitive dance or be on this level that we all are, how do you like, would you, I'm, I'm assuming all of us would obviously support that, but would you encourage it or would you be like, you know what, it's a lot of work it's a little stressful would you be dance dads yeah or or would you be like maybe i i baby you know i freaking went through all this i don't know if it's right for you if you know i would definitely encourage it for sure yeah i think i, I mean especially what we mentioned about your daughter and that weekend day three 40 classes later competition this that like they go through a lot you know and and i'm not i'm very grateful to my competitive dance career 
that that equip me with life long tools that even as an entrepreneur not not just as a creative you know so i think dance in general especially for kids will teach them agility discipline how to how to work together with others mm-hmm. how to you know be in public they're not going to have this stigma of how to they're going to know how to conduct themselves confidence. properly with confidence mm-hmm. but right. humility you know and hopefully I, i think the most important thing is the teachers that are standing in front of those kids mm-hmm. you know and if you could if you're lucky enough to find a teacher that's going to care and be accountable for the voice and the, and the, the things that are coming into You know, that's my. Do you teach your kids how to dance? But as a current father, would I teach my kid? I would help my kid, but I would have someone else probably teach and coach my kid. Yeah. But I gotta say, like in light of what he just said, you have to find a teacher. I, as a parent, and AJ, you would say it, and you know, Renee, I'm not sure if you have kids, but that's the hardest part. Is that's the hardest part when you bring your kid and drop him off in in in, in nursery or pre-K or gymnastics. <laughs> and and the and doors close and you have no idea and my heart is just like on the floor next next to the door until i pick him up i'm like the first question is always how was it did you have fun was it okay are you okay yeah yeah i had a great time you want to come back that's my first question do you want to come back like yeah dance he did not want to come back to but i saw through the window what's happening it's just like wait a minute it's not my thing so yeah, yeah bringing him every week consistently And, and and just drop him off and leave. And I have a four and a half year old now. He recently had a recital and I lost my shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I <laughs> Been there. Shit. Been there. Because oh, yeah. I, love- I had zero expectations because every time I drop him off, I would beat and I would go have coffee. I'm like, I don't want to sit through this nervousness of him not doing anything and me feeling some kind of way. So I'm with Val. Uh, I have to admit that our process is the same as what I've gone through is how do we limit his free time? How do we give him as much opportunity mm-hmm. as possible? Uh, and again, I have to agree with Val. The fact that you you were saying, oh my God, how hard this weekend is, classes right. and that, but oh, how yeah. amazing oh. it is for you yeah. in the long run. And so I would welcome that. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there as a proud father watching watching Ava and just you know knowing like, I wish I had that when I was a kid that, you know, that, type of uh, you know structure in the sense of competitive dance and this that and the other. I just love to dance and I took right. every style of dance hip hop and jazz were the two that really stuck with I me I saw that spandex you were wearing AJ yes thank <laughs> you very much us. thank you very much so before we let you guys go I just want to go back to the show um, you know uh, look I, this is what what you guys are doing is A it's fantastic B thank God live shows are coming back People are dying to see anything uh, of, you know, and there is such a huge core fan base between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've kind of touched on it, but I just want you to have you both to reiterate one, one final time. What can people expect from this show? What are they going to take home from this show that and maybe they, they haven't tickets? seen before? Yeah. And where can they get tickets? Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with uh, with the maxandvaltour.com for tickets. Maxandvaltour.com <laughs> on uh, sale now. On yes. sale now. Uh, we only have 19 cities, so it's very limited engagement. Okay. We're kind of pushing it uh, for a month of August. I'm looking forward. LA. To, um, no LA. Uh, up north. Walnut oh, Creek. Okay. Walnut, Walnut gonna... Creek. So call, you, call, call your moms. Call Let's them, go. Call them studios. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody coming <laughs> through. Um, the show, uh, Val will put it eloquently. I would say <laughs> that you know it's it's the project that rekindled my love, re reengaged me with dance in a way that I can now participate in conversations about how much I love dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you guys gonna miss your, miss Jenna and Peta? Like, is it weird that I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be nice just the boys, right? And your dad being your tour manager, but how about your girls? Well, no, we're definitely gonna miss them, but that, but we just couldn't afford them. <laughs> right, you can't afford them. Afford them. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You're like, nice. You guys take a break. We're gonna yeah. do this. The, the show is a, first of all, it's it's a family show. Uh, there's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of theater. Uh, you know, to us, the inspiration of like Django Leguizamo, uh, live on stage. You know, the one man shows. Even Bo Berman, like, like. 
you know, the, 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 the artists that can go on stage and, and have a compelling story, so compelling enough to tell that, you know, it, it, it's captivating to watch. And then you walk away really inspired, connected, motivated, you know. So imagine that with dance, with spoken word and uh, and a lot and a lot of heart. Right. So there's comedy and heart that that I feel like is is what and specifically this personality right here. Right, right, nice. right. Nice. And lots of stripping, or is that just the title? I am taking my pants off. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to commend you guys because two things that stuck with me. One is the teacher is so important who's teaching your kids, right? Because it is a competitive world. It is especially dance, you know, where you're being judged and this and that. I think it's so important to always infuse lessons of life. And it sounds like your show is doing that by mm. you saying this is about time, how fleeting time is essentially be in the moment. Right. And to me, being able to mix a beautiful art form like dance, but with lessons. Right. It's almost like putting it's putting the medicine in the hot dog. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we we kept talking about the show again, like just not to reiterate a hundredth time, but the fact that our stories are so real and we, we, we put ourselves on stage in, in the reality. We also went through, you know, uh, the, the, the pandemic, for example, and mm -hmm. we also are just us. I'm also a father. I'm also a husband. You know, he's also a husband and, you know, a son, you know, so like yeah. we have. But you guys are very open with your lives. I mean, Val, you wrote a yeah. book. I mean, it's you're, you, what you see is what you get, you know. We put it on stage and there will be people in the audience that will relate, that will connect and, and we'll live through this. Right. Because well, we're, we're proud. We're proud of the, the, absolutely. Ups, the downs that, you know, I think. Yeah. Anyway, I do expect my VIP tickets sent to me um, so I can, I can come hello. see the show. Yes. All of us want to come see I'm the gonna show. I'm going to drive home to the Bay Area. So what date are you there? We're in Walnut Creek on the 24th of July. July. Nice. And that's, okay. that's our first date. And after that, we'll go. Oh, wow. Maybe I'll okay. see if the wifey go, wants to have a little getaway weekend away from the yes. kids for, for uh, a Agent, night or two. If to I see you in Walnut Creek, you don't understand how grateful I'm going to be to you. Guys, you. boys, we need to take a road trip. But I don't, yeah, but I don't want to put that type of pressure on you. So there's I, no... I can put that pressure on you. There's tons gotcha. of pressure. I know. No. Max will put that kind of pressure on me, though. I know that. And so will I. Yes. Thank you guys so much you guys. for coming Thank on. You. Uh, go check out the Strip Down Tour, and uh, you can get tickets and all your information at maxandvaltour.com. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, guys. Thank you, See you so soon. Much. Thank you nice so much for coming on. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we're going to answer some of your questions before we wrap it up. Stay tuned. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself 
own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. All right, you guys, we are back from break, uh, and it's time for the listener question section of the show. <laughs> I don't know why voice? I decided to talk like this, I but I'm doing it, it anyways. I um, love it. So listen, you guys always, 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 all of our amazing listeners and fans of the show, you guys send us questions every week, and we much, 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 much appreciate it, as well as hit that subscribe button, give us five stars, let's keep this bad boy going. Yeah. So our first question comes from- I'll ask from, you the first question, because it's for okay. you, It's AJ. from Christina. Christina. Hi, Christina. Okay, so AJ, are you done getting tattoos? If not, what will the next one be, and where? Here's a short and sweet answer. No, I am not done getting tattoos, and the next one- um, is either going to be I'm going to start uh, start working below the belt. Um, I have yet to do my legs, but I do want to uh, start on my shins and my calves. <laughs> um, I already know what I want to get. On my right leg, I want to get uh, a scene from one of my favorite films of all time, Nightmare Before Christmas, nice. uh, with Jack and Sally and Zero. And then on my left leg... Pretty for all up. you, yeah, no, for all for all you '80s babies um, that remember the Muppet Show, uh, there was a band on the Muppet Show called Electric Mayhem. Doctor Teeth, mm. Animal, Janice. Uh, so I want to get Electric Mayhem tattooed on my left leg. So, so the answer would be you're you're never going to be finished doing tattoos. No, 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 no. no. There's going to come a point where I will be finished. Um, After you it do sucks. your butt cheeks? It, well, <laughs> no, no uh, butt cheeks. Definitely no. But I, you know what? Steve-O has, Steve-O has probably one of the best tattoos ever. He has your name tattooed on his ass cheek. Who? Which is phenomenal. He has your name tattooed on his ass cheek. Not mine. Not no. Wait, no, he has name. the words "your name." It's <laughs> so amazing. good. Is it's, it your on one butt cheek and the other butt cheek nope, says it's, name? It's just right on it. I, th- I think it's his right cheek. It says oh "your name." I think God, it's genius. I love that. Um, no, but I think at some point, uh, you know, what sucks is is that one of my tattoos I have on my back was done by a very very famous tattoo artist in uh, Amsterdam who goes by the name of Hanky Panky, Hank, and he is he's a legend in the tattoo world, and he has since retired from what I've heard. And I thought I was born in the year of the dragon. Uh, clearly, I am not. Uh, that's, that's what alcohol and tattoos will do for you. I think I'm born in the year of the rabbit. Way off. Um, Interesting. But I've tried to get it covered up, and any tattoo artist worth their salt, who knows who did it, will never cover it up. It's oh. like sacrilegious in the oh, tattoo really? community. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, most tattoo artists won't. Can you uh, get it removed? I could, but you know what? No, I mean, now that I know, I it. it's it's so, like, it's so taboo, like, I'm not going to touch it now. Yeah, don't touch that. So, <laughs> all right, we have our next question is from Liz. Uh, Liz asks, what is the one thing all of you have learned about yourself being sober. Renee, you go first. What's the one thing? Or just name one thing you've learned. <laughs> the shortest, simplest answer would be that I learned that I'm not less than. And yeah. to me, that has given me the personal freedom I always searched for through drugs. Drugs and alcohol made me sort of numb to this feeling of being less than. And so doing the work, I was able to get rid of all that crap, and I no longer feel less than. It doesn't mean I feel better than. It just 
feel I just feel a part of and an equal part of the universe and anyone else. So I thought you were going to say that you finally figured out that you're Mexican. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Way to ruin it. It turns Uh, out. Kidding. It turns out that's beautiful, Renee. Oh, but that that that, that would be the the short answer would be I I discovered through Mm -hmm. the process of being sober that I'm not less than. And that's the one thing that I didn't think I would ever get to. That's awesome. I think for me, the one thing or one of many things I've learned in my sobriety is, uh, is that it's okay to fail at things. Um, You know, I used to beat myself up all the time. Failure was never an option for me. And if I did fail at something, I would literally wallow in my own shit and beat myself up and, have a drink. you know, drink and whatever over it and just mask it like it's a, you know, a liquid Band-Aid with booze. But today I know, you know what? Uh, if I fail at something, it just means I have to work a little harder, you know, the, you know, next time. It's, and look, it's okay to not be perfect. It's also, okay. failure is success. You know, yeah. like if you haven't failed, how can you succeed? Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. And you, Cher Bear? Well, I've learned, I guess, more about my connection with God and my higher power. Um, mm. I think that I never even really, I always thought it was woo-woo and I never, I guess I just was too drunk most of the time to even think about that, right? Like, because I believe that when you're doing something that may not be um, pure to who you are, it's it's really hard. I think that that uh, that vision of spirituality very rarely comes in. So right. I think being sober has really, I guess, connected me to my faith more and uh, spirituality. So love that. I love that. That's my story too, Cheryl. I. I came into the program just not not an atheist. I always mm-hmm. believed there was something, but I was more trying to avoid that something. I yeah. thought that something was judging me, looking down at me, you know, like with a lot of disappointment. So I was like, no, I got to avoid this whole mm-hmm. higher power thing. But mm-hmm. turns out to be the thing that has helped me get to a place where I believe I'm no longer, oh. I no longer believe I'm less than. Yeah, because we obviously can't do this on on our own. And, you know, at at the end of the day, you know, let's say, God forbid, you're in a place where you can't phone a friend or you can't call someone. All you got to do is close your eyes and talk to your higher power. Mm -hmm. And there you go. And you can have that exact same conversation and get that same comfort to hopefully help you not pick up. And I want to take a second, just a second, you guys, to just thank our listeners um, they, they've been reaching out a lot lately about how the show is having a positive impact on their lives, whether it's, uh, eating disorders, whether it's anxiety disorders, whether it's addiction, alcohol, living with an addict, there's been like an influx of people saying thank you and wanting me to pass along to you guys the thank you. Uh, just yesterday, uh-huh. someone someone wrote me and said that, you know, your story, Cheryl, really touched her because she's been sober for a few years, but never did any of the work in the program, but also has never received or, or been able to feel that freedom that we talk about. Mm. And she said, you making the decision publicly to step into the program before you drink made her want to get into the program oh wow i just got chills yeah thank you and there's been there's been a lot of that and so i want to thank the listeners and i want to thank you guys i I want to thank thank you guys guys for being you too buddy thank you babe because look the truth is you guys not everybody feels comfortable opening up, but you know, we made a decision to tell our truth and if it helps people awesome, but this is what I've learned to do is just to um, be authentic Mm -hmm. in order to keep feeling this awesome feeling of, of like freedom, not feeling like I'm missing out on anything. So I want to thank you guys. Yes. Yes. Cheryl. 
Yes. Thank you guys. Well, and thank you guys as always for your questions and thanks again to Val and Max for joining us today. Thanks boys. And uh, you guys stay safe out there. Enjoy yourselves. Be kind to one another and we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye guys. Later. Bye. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.